Thanks for clicking. You're listening to Time In with yours truly, Tommy Crenshaw. With me, as always, Ricardo Longas. How you doing today? Ricardo, I'm, I'm doing well. I was uh, this morning, I woke up and I, I had a cravings for some grape nuts. And so I... Um, as one does, as one does. Yeah, so I did my grocery app and, I, and it came here in about an hour. Got my grape nuts and uh, sat down to the trades. And a familiar name was on the trades. There was uh, an Alfredo Lungus, which ah uh, yes, I think yes. I think it was your grandfather, right? Oh, uh, yes, that's that's my grandfather, Alfredo Lungus, the late great Olympic medalist in the javelin. Yeah, founder of the Urban Urban Javelin League. He so, he was a great great man. Well, yeah, I mean he was setting all kinds of records back then. I mean that oh. He innovated the javelin back then. He was he he streamlined things. He made it you know like like different approaches. There's the longest approach to the javelin. I mean he you know he taught so many people, so many champion javelin throwers. He he was a great man. You know uh, he 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 lived across. Uh, uh, my family lived on the east coast. His fa- uh, most of them lived on the west coast. Yeah, and uh, up, they're putting up a statue for for him um, for him up uh, uh, up in uh, Seattle, up in Washington. Yeah, so that's where they they lived most of the time. Right. So it, it's 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 a great thing that they're doing for him and well, the family. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I I heard that uh, also post career. I mean, he was a great rabbit hunter. Like he would uh, use the javelin hunt rabbits. Hey, pin. Point accuracy. You don't understand, Tommy. You do not understand pinpoint accuracy. I cannot explain it. It, it. I only saw it a few times because I, you know, he he was a little older fellow by the time I was born. But it it, it was it was magnificent. That's fantastic. I mean, that's a, once again another uh, a great example of the longest line of great athletes. Uh, we we do what we can, Tommy. We do what we can. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know. He was a great, uh, uh, you know, competitor. He that's what he did. And speaking of competition, I think that kind of brings us to our, our subject for the day. You know, you know, if you think about it, and you see it all the time, you see cheerleaders, and and, and when you're flipping through all the ESPNs and whatnot, you 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 run across you know a cheerleading competition. But the thing is, is cheerleader cheerleading really considered a sport? You know, it, what what, are you, what are your thoughts, Tommy? Uh, I mean, just in a simple term, no, no. no. Okay, okay. No. Wait, 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 wait. Explain, my friend. No, it, it, it. Okay, here's the thing. I've talked about this before. Is uh, I, I want to uh, separate with cheerleading into like two different concepts. One is athleticism, and then two is the competitive aspect. So, so the athleticism. They, I mean, uh, you look at the the, the co-ed cheerleading the, the, with the guys involved. I mean, they, I mean, there's some like really athletic dudes that, that do cheerleading. I mean, they're, oh, yeah. they're, they're, oh yeah, they're, they're no scrubs. And I mean, I knew this guy, Teddy McMurphy, and uh, Teddy McMurphy was. I mean, he was a hot shot when I was in high school. I mean, this guy was. Uh, it was a stud. He had girls on each arm and all this stuff and all this stuff and. Uh, Fortunately, he kind of, uh, at the high school, he ended up uh, carjacking some uh, Girl Scouts and took the, uh, it was an Astro van full of Girl Scout cookies. 
And, uh, uh, some and, people, some people have that severe of a craving, Tommy. Yeah. I mean, you, what, what can you say? Well, I no, mean, I think know. he, I don't know. He, no, he didn't have the craving. He shoved that van off a cliff and uh, there was a family of schnauzers in the back. So he went to prison for, for quite some time. But, uh, no, but, uh, I don't think that all the, the, the male cheerleaders like that. I think that they, uh, listen, they're like, uh, male cheerleaders are the guys that were too tall to do gymnastics. And, because there's like a height cutoff for gymnastics, for male gymnastics. They can't be too tall. And and that's not a slight on, on short people. I mean, God, I've known my uh, fair share of jockeys, and they're, they're, they're scrappers. I mean, oh, I, yeah, you know, definitely, definitely. You, you don't want to get involved. You, you see a bunch of jockeys fighting, you just step back. Cause, man, it's going to be a bloodbath. Exactly. Just, but, uh, no, so the athleticism is is there because they were good enough to do gymnastics, but they uh, they were too tall. So they're doing their, their acrobatics and in uh, cheerleading. It's uh, it's it's amazing what they can do. Uh, so I say that okay. And then the other one is the competition aspect of it, right? Yeah, yeah. And this is where it's truly not a sport. It's because it's judged by panel. It's panel judged. It's not like football. Score a point, yeah, it's a touchdown. Yeah, field goal, that's a point. All this stuff or, or runs, batted in, and all this stuff or, or basketball. It, all the sports that we know. They're scored pretty uh, concisely. It's not by opinion. It's not like somebody says, oh, there's a two-point uh, shot uh, for a field goal. Man, that was flashy. Oh, I'm going to give him three points. That doesn't happen. It's either two or three. But in, uh, in cheerleading, there's like uh, creativity, style points. There's points yeah, for yeah. this. There's points. Yeah. It's like, yeah. and you get your panel judges. That's why uh, it's not a sport. I'm sorry. Hey, hey, yo, in all reality, Tommy, the NCAA agrees with you because because there's no true competition, they don't consider it a sport. And, and I use quotation marks here, Tommy, a, a sport. Now, it's true. Most, you know, only about 15% of cheerleaders actually go to those competitions that you see on the ESPN and stuff like that. You know, maybe some, some Fox Sports or something like that. Only about 15% people do that. But the thing is, it's true. They, they are panel judged. There, there are no points. They're not, they're not doing that. They're not, you know, you don't get a point for how, how, how you stack the pyramid or something like that. But they, they are, they are incredible athletes though. They are. And, and they should be protected. Yo, yo, like other athletes are though. I mean, they are incredibly athletic people they, and they, they are doing mm-hmm. something for a, especially for a university. They need to be taken care of, in my opinion. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I mean, I think it's, it's great. To, I mean, cheerleading is great. I mean, it's not, I mean, people, that's the thing, uh, to your point. It's just like cheerleading is too, uh, it's fractioned or, or fra- yeah. fractured. I'm sorry. It's yeah, fractured. fractured, fractured. Yeah, yeah, that's the word. It's fractured, and it's like you, you, it's not even football. You got guys that play football, and then guys that just take the football pads and run around in circles. Yeah, like, yeah. And, well, all due respect to the cheerleaders on the sideline, I mean, they're, they're pretty good, but they, uh, you know, it, they need to all say, "Okay, we're going to always be in competition." That means they're going to have to like not be cheerleading on the side of the football games anymore. That they oh, have yeah. to choose. You 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 can't have both ways. It's like. You can't say I'm part of a football team and get a hot air balloon and wave at people. Like it's just, that just doesn't make any sense. I don't know, Tommy. I you know what I think they should do? They should have in the middle 
you know, yo, like in halftime, they need to have the battle of the cheerleaders. Oh, they, need, they need it. Yeah, they one one cheerleader group comes in, you get five minutes, you do your thing. That one comes out, you get five minutes, you do your thing. Yeah. Hey, and it's judged by the fans. What, That's yeah, who it is. What if you did like uh, battle pyramids? And then, like you oh, had, the, the, yeah, they had the pyramids, and they like kind of like uh, t- uh, went to each other, and and then whoever like had the the highest pyramid at the end, or did the least amount of uh, casualties. Oh yeah, it, yeah. I mean, you could do it like a big game of chicken, you know, like you play chicken in the pool, you know. Oh yeah, you, know, you do it like you like you got your big stacks up there, and you just run at each other. Whoever's left up, you know, left up top. Whoever, you know, yeah. you get you get points. For the persons, the peoples you knock off on the other team. Right. Yeah. You know, when you, you break that pyramid all the way down, bam, you won. You oh, got it. That's oh, you. you. Oh, or what if they did like, like two towers and they went up to each other and you had to have somebody from one tower pull like uh, 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 another component, a, a person out like a Jenga piece. And then they, oh, and they went uh. back and forth and see when the, the Jenga tower of people fell. You heard it here first, folks. Tommy Crenshaw. Cheerleader Jenga Tower competitions. It's coming for you. It's coming to the nearest game that yeah, we, we, we can get it to go. You know what I'm saying? And that's the end of the game. Thanks for clicking. You've been listening to Time In with Ricardo Lungus, TTFN. <laughs>